Uh-oh. Hello? I hear no sounds. That means I'm off again. Sue, can you hear me? Yes. Hey, Sue. Hi, Sue. Hey. I can only hear out of one ear. <laughs> That's genuinely a good ear? week, is it not? <laughs> oh, my God. My left Gosh. ear died. Hang on, y'all. Am I alive? Bob. Hi, Bob. Bob, this oh, is real. Good. This is I'm alive. Bob. It's all okay. real. <laughs> it is time to buy a new headset because I only hear out of one ear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I've duct taped this thing together, but this is reaching a whole new level of pitiful. This is pr- this is quite pitiful. <laughs> Wait, duct tape? <laughs> hey, Jen. Oh, I do. Jen, everything it's time to get tape. on eBay and buy some new ones. <laughs> I know, right? Hang on. I, I'm gonna do that during the podcast. Jen Scott has. He has two two welcome, he welcome chat room. Podcast. If anyone's here, won't tell me for one. minutes. One oh, is for talking right and back. one is for angry. You can tell Bob I is going to be the dogs. best dad someday because his kid's going to flip out in like the grocery store. This is going to be a moment of silence. I'll be right back. And like Bob well, will go take care of was, I'm like, I don't know whose house that is. It could have oh, been anybody's right but <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right, so the podcast has begun. We've gone live. Mm-hmm. So, Jen, I, I just have to say, when you start a call and you say, I can't hear out of one ear, that, to me, is just quintessential, Jen, because it's just, you know. Oh, well, I don't mean my actual ear. I meant the head. No, but that would happen to you. That's <coughs> like usually what happens to you on a good day. I know. It's- Sue, how are we feeling? The doctor finally got a hold of me today. I've been ordered to go take a test chest x-ray because they think I have pneumonia. Oh, Sue. Oh, but they apparently gave me good drugs. I just haven't been able to get to this pharmacy to pick them up yet. Sue. I had to come to a podcast. Skip the podcast. <laughs> yes. I, 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 why are you here? My God. This is not that important. Go get your medicine. <laughs> I can do like, it. We'll hold. Podcast. We it's fun. Sue, we'll hold. Put mom on the phone. We'll just yak with mom for a while. Yeah, it'll be fun. Mom's out walking the dog. The hell? We're running out of people here. So how is everyone else's week? You know, hopefully without too much pneumonia. Aww. Aww. Emma's good. <laughs> hey, kiddo. Yeah. I had an okay week. And you don't feel well. So when you don't feel well on this yeah. stressful week. I woke up really grumpy today. I was swearing well. at the cats and swearing at the dog. And no, I do that every day. <laughs> swearing at work. Under my breath, so the kids couldn't hear it. Like Sue swears, you know. You no, know, remember she did on the podcast, and we had to like stop the call and talk about it, like with the listeners, because right, it was. I, I probably swear at the kids. Tried to walk across the floor with kids crawling underneath my feet and tripping me. I'm like, don't do that. They're like, okay. Miss Sue's in a bad mood today. Find a happy place. If you trip me and I fall on you, you're gonna die. I'll squish okay, Danielle, you dead. You have to don't learn do about that. <laughs> Danielle and I are sharing a headset and like literally like we can't move more than like four inches from each other and she's like always like petting the cats and stuff so no, I go flying. I was just, oh, yeah, so I just, I'm flying across the room. So we have emergency hospital driver sick with kids trying to trip them. Jen, Bob, how we doing? Jen, you can go. Uh, I had a funeral. <laughs> I had to do a round trip to Arkansas in three days and moved my grandmother's house out of her house. And we got back Monday night and then Tuesday was spent unloading the U-Haul. Yeah. And then I had to go to work. That has (laughs) it's been really tiresome. We found out yesterday that 
Yes, my grandmother does, in fact, have cancer. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I know. It sucks. And so we find out Tuesday what kind it is because she also has pneumonia, and they're taking one of those, which, Sue, I don't know if they're sending you the doctor to do this, but they're having to drain the fluid out of her lungs with a needle. Mm-hmm. And they said that there's... They said that there's so many cancer cells, they don't have to do a biopsy. It'll just come out with that fluid. Oh, my God. And so that's additionally. But on the optimistic uh, note, um, they did say that the doctor said that he thought it was treatable. That's good. So she's 87. I'm not really sure how up you can go from there. But we're remaining optimistic. That's good. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, James was home with the kids all alone for the first time ever. Now, how was he when you got back? Um, crying. <laughs> I was just saying, was he like at the end of the driveway with like his arms extended trying yeah. to hug the car as he pulled it? His parents ended up coming down for the weekend to help him because oh it really was terrible because Emma got sick the night, the morning that I left. And that's the first time she's been sick. She, We all got like this sinus infection thing going. And so when you have a baby, babies can't blow their nose. And so it's very easy for them to go from stopped up to, you know, hospitalized because that stuff just goes down their chest and they get sick really quickly. So literally, you know, you're having to put and you can't just suck their nose because you have because, you know, it gets dry. So you have to put, you know, this water stuff in your nose and then let it sit for a minute and then then obviously use the bulb and suck it out. And they hate it. I mean, they're screaming like you're killing them. So James had to put up with that. And obviously when their nose is stopped up, they can't suck their bottle because they breathe through their nose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they can't eat. Mm -hmm. So literally Emma was up for two days. And so James was up for two days. And then his parents came down. And I think James just sort of did the arms out the driveway thing. (laughs) And then he slept for (laughs) the next day. And, um... Yeah, he was really happy when I came home. This was a big deal because literally he's only kept both of the kids together for an hour or two while I went to the store. And then I left them for four days. So it was a big, big deal. And he did very well, but he was very happy I came home. How was Lee? I bet he missed you like crazy. (laughs) No. Lee Lee had his grandparents here and they just, you know, anyone who gives him any kind of attention, he just saps it up. and. He was very happy, and he loves, you know, he doesn't get to see a lot of James, and James was home for four days straight, and it was like a, a vacation, and they had all sorts of fun, and I came back, and he was like, oh, were you gone? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's good. I'm glad he didn't sit and cry the whole time, because he's done that for me. But. Now, before Bob jumps in there, I'm reading things flashing across the screen. Apparently, I'm crackling, sparkling like a vampire. There's can, What? Can people not hear me or something? I, I don't know. I'm reading things really quickly. Hopefully, you, you can do, You do kind of sound like you're... What it sounds like you're doing is you're backing away from your mic and coming back towards your mic, and then backing away from your mic and coming back towards your mic. <laughs> I may actually have been doing that. He might have actually now. been doing that. Okay. How about now? 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 Now it's getting better. Oh, oh, I'm a little too close now. Backing away. You want to speak into that giant microphone sitting right in front of you. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable, and that's, that's all I have. Bob, what up? Not a whole lot. In fact, I had a rather uneventful week. Well, actually, it's been a couple weeks since we podcasted, haven't it? Has it? I think it's been, yeah. it's been, no, it's been no, a week. No, it was a week. week. We did last week, week, but we had we a couple weeks week. off before that. Yes. That's right. Okay. Uh, yeah, nothing really happened. Uh, just same old, same old. Uh, working or looking for work. Working, looking for work. 
um, and then uh, exercising uh, and stuff. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, kind of boring. Why oh, did you kill at, anybody? Didn't huh? do I didn't kill anyone. Um, oh, I'm trying to think if there was anything really eventful. No, no, I'm boring. Sorry, guys. Now, Bob, I have. I, I'm going to get the stuff that makes Jen crazy out of the way. You know, in the beginning. Okay. Are we going to talk about the Walking Dead? I haven't seen it yet because oh, you didn't watch. It? I have not yet watched oh, I it. You did. Under the recommendations of Mr. Renna, and I'll tell you why right now. Watch mm-hmm. the first episode. Now, everyone mm-hmm. had told me it's a little slow, but not bad. So I watched it because I think I was like a day late or whatever. And mm-hmm. it, I thought it was, you know, it was very nice, but it wasn't, you know, nothing, nothing huge. So I watched the second one and I'm bored until about 45 minutes into it. As you'll remember, Axel with the, with the lovely new shirt got blown to smithereens and then it got very, right. very exciting. Now, mm-hmm. the next week, I uh, did not record it because I was recording uh, the, the the second Doctor Who documentary. It's part two mm-hmm. of eleven. Mm-hmm. So I, I was taping that because I didn't realize they were replaying it right after it ended. So I thought this was like a one-time deal. So I was going to tape that and catch Walking Dead later. So I'm watching that, and Mr. Renner says, okay, I'm sitting down to Walking Dead. I'm like, don't spoil it. Just tell me how it is. He's like, okay. At 9.52, he chimes in. So it's been on now for 52 minutes. He kind of dozed off a little bit. So he's just getting to me now. He's like, something big better happen in the next eight minutes. I'm like, all right. Around eight minutes later, I'm like, so how'd it go? He's like, not well. He's like, you might want to wait and watch the next two back to back. I'm like, ah, okay. So was it really, really slow? I would say so. I felt like a whole lot of nothing happened. Yeah. Um, It really focused on one particular character. And I think this character is horribly written and incredibly boring and stupid. So Sounds like Andrea, Bob. I'm not going to say who. Sounds like Andrea. But it may start with a Andrea. <laughs> Andrea. Um, I feel like uh, she's so nice on Twitter, yeah, but this like season maybe, she's driving me crazy. Maybe with A and end in Roaset. She's. A, oh my god! Yeah, I screwed that up. But, That's really I mean, funny. If you don't like Andrea, you will hate this episode because basically, and I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's a lot of Andrea. Oh, but god. you liked her last season. Last season, she was. Well, you know what the thing is with The Walking Dead? Sometimes they write it really funny. I remember there was a conversation last season between Dale and Andrea. And it was the one over, we captured a kid. Do we kill him because he's not one of us? Because he could be a threat? Or do we trust him even though he might get us all killed or whatever? And they're they're having a conversation with Dan- Dale's trying to convince Andrea of something. And Danielle's laughing at the cap. And at one point, Dale's like, Andrea, come on. You're a civil rights lawyer. I'm like, really? Andrea has been a civil rights lawyer all this time, and it only came up in the civil rights episode. It, it kind of seems like they write her however they kind of need her yeah. to service the plot. Right. And this season, she's just she's just very weak. It's like she can't make a decision. Well, I don't watch the show, but I've heard that, like, isn't she the one who's staying with the governor? Yes. Yeah. Because yes. she yes. just wants to pretend that life is normal. Well, the last one we... No. S- well... I mean, she kind of, she's been at Woodbury longer, or she's been with Michonne, who I hope she's spoken now, because she has the worst case of constipation I've ever seen, because she, <laughs> she hasn't spoken, she just has that look on her face. I just, I just want to say this, I don't think this is spoiling yeah. too much. Yeah. Well, maybe spoiling. Okay, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But it's, it's, a, it's a minor spoiler. Uh-huh. Um, basically, there's a conversation between her and Andrea, uh-huh. and Andrea asks her, 
what did you tell them? And and, and Michonne goes, nothing. Exactly. That's exactly true. And it's just like, just like start laughing. It's not supposed to be funny, but it's hilarious because it, she hasn't she hasn't, literally spoken. Said she hasn't spoken in five episodes. Well, even when you watch the behind the scenes, whoever the actress is, she's very verbose. She yeah. monologues more than I do. And it's like, why can't you? Why yeah. don't they let you talk? <laughs> they should let her talk more. Dude, because yeah. she's kind of more badass. But then like, this upcoming uh, next week's episode is going to be pretty cool. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd recommend just watching them right in a row because I know that uh, AMC like airs them. Like, yeah, back, you could watch them back, back in the yeah. Exactly. That's how I was going to do it. Now, so. now, Jen, I'm curious what Jen thinks of this oh after God. the baby stops crying. Poor Emma. Oh, poor is Emma. she still sick? You know, Emma's a fifth host tonight. No, she's laughing. Oh, I was going to say, it sounds like she's laughing hysterically. <laughs> yeah. She thinks this toy is hilarious. <laughs> How awkward. <laughs> well, and, and for the record, she would be our sixth. I'm doing math in my head right now. She would be the sixth host. I'm trying to remember what it says in the mug. Um, well, the thing is, the first season was six episodes long. The second season was ten episodes long, I think. And mm-hmm. the third season is, I think it was 16 episodes long. And the thing is, when you have 16 episodes of The Walking Dead, you have to have the episode where they decide what color to paint the barn. And it's yes, boring. it is just a few episodes too many. Yeah, I mean, like, I had to feel if they made this season six episodes total or, or eight episodes total, they yeah. would have packed it in more. Less is more. Yes. Yeah. I feel like there's too much Walking Dead because... Little, there is too much. There is too much. <laughs> but it, it, it is true I, that, like, sometimes I prefer, like, the 13-episode yes. shows because I feel like they're better written, they have tighter writing, you yeah. just get better storytelling. Right. And that's, but I would say that this season's leap and bounds better than, yeah. say, season two. Season two was terrible, but I would I would disagree. I would say season one in the first half of season three. Granted, it's hard to tell, but season one was great. Season two was kind of slow. It picked up. I think the last three of season uh, two, like from the, from the Dale episode on to uh, Daryl and Merle being brought before the governor. From there, I think it was right. great. But now it's like we're kind of... And this is just... I think it's more... I don't even know if it's a writing thing. I think it's more of a TV thing. Okay, here's your budget for eight episodes. You want to have an explosive finale episode, mm. so you need some quieter ones in there to make the budget work. Now, do you guys do you guys like that they take that mid-season break, or does that kind of... Because uh, they, they do that all... They did that last year, too. Well, that's more of a... Of a that's how television works, especially on cable yeah. stations, really. I mean, I don't mind it, but I think The Walking Dead, where, where shows usually run into trouble, like, say, like, Bunheads or something. People forget the show's on and they don't watch it. Right. So the ratings go down and it gets canceled. That's not going to happen with The Walking Dead. The ratings oh, no, go yeah. <laughs> but I just, I think even if you aired them all together, it really wouldn't make that much of a difference. I just think that the, the, the problem you're having is they're doing the thing where they're like, okay, we have 16 episodes, eight of them will be huge, we need to save money somewhere, so let's have one where we mow the lawn of the prison. Yeah. And talk about, you know, our childhoods. Right. It's, just, it's, it's It's just not interesting. I mean, Rick is wandering aimlessly around the field. Herschel's, well, Nick is, it, Rick is distraught. Is he still out there wandering He's aimlessly? Well, well I don't know about last, last episode. Week? But it's like, I know you're distraught. It's like you're, the Lord of the Rings all over He can again. see dead people. Hey. I get it. But no, he, just, I will say <laughs> he's no longer out there. He's no longer Spoiler. aimlessly wandering in the field? Okay. Yes. It's, like, I like the characters. You I know really, what he should do? What should he do? He should write down his feelings on a series of poster boards. Uh-huh. Complete with pictures. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he should do. <laughs> yeah, Neil found the thing on Facebook where it's his character from Love Actually, but like dressed up no, like No, I found it on Etsy. Etsy? It, your Christmas card. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. It was a Walking Dead <laughs> slash Love Actually card, which how perfect. He was in Love Actually? He was. He yeah. was the guy who was in love with Kieran Knightley. 
Oh, I never watched that movie. You're right. So you remember the scene where he writes down, like, on the cards, and he's standing in front of her, and the last one says, like, to me, you are perfect? So I found this card where it's clearly him as Rick Grimes, but he's holding a card that says, to me, you are perfect in, like, bloody letters. It was so awesome. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess to wrap up The Walking Dead, uh, at least this past episode, wait, um, because the next one seems to be, well, there was no action in the previous one, because this this last week was really much of a setup episode, Um, it's really kind of setting up what Andrea's going to end up maybe or maybe not doing, Um, but then the next episode, uh, there's going to be some serious zombie killing. So yeah. thank God. That way you get the best of both. Well, ones. then Mr. Renner was even like, do you know, I don't even think they killed a zombie in this episode. Like, how sad is that? It's, it, it was, it was sad. You know, I don't Aww. think they did. Now, shout out. I can't remember if I talked about this. No, they did. They did. They did. They did. <laughs> they killed one they zombie. Killed one. one zombie. It's probably like pretty, gru- the- pretty gruesomely though. Oh, really? Oh. It's kind of cool. Actually, you know what? I take the back. No, they didn't kill the zombie. They just maimed the zombie. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue on. Gross. (laughs) They injured the zombie very badly. Now, um, two shout-outs. I want to say I'm progressing through Fringe. I started Fringe, and it's a really awesome show for me. You know what? Jen would love Fringe. And the only reason I say that is she was the one in the Harry Potter fandom who wanted to know what type of toilet paper Harry used. Fringe is the type of show where they know what type of toilet paper the characters use because it's important yeah. to the plot. It's one of those shows where two <laughs> characters are walking down the street having a conversation, but they Maybe want... I will watch it. So you watch the episode, and you're, you're paying attention to the two characters walking down the street having a conversation with their coffees, but what you catch on the third rewatch is there's a very important secondary character way down the other end of the street in the background if no you squint. Spoilers. Well, that, that's really... That's not really a spoiler. That's not, okay. But it's one of those shows where you're not only supposed to pay attention to the characters, you're supposed to pay attention to, like, everything that's happening on yeah. the screen, every line of dialogue. Yeah. It's something like that. So that show is really good. I'm halfway through season two, so I'm very impressed by that. The other show I just uh, finished because one of my Canadian friends was able to help me out here was uh, Continuum, which is a really mm. cool uh, Canadian sci-fi series which I think I've talked about it a hundred times already, so stop me if I have, that is airing on sci-fi. And it's a 10-episode first season, already renewed for season two. It's a, it's a time travel series uh, set in the present day. Very cool plot line. It's like Back to the Future, but not really at all like that. And I enjoyed it very much. So if you're looking for something to watch, check out Continuum. Okay. I have started Chuck. I'm in season two, oh, and I do like it. I loved your blog, it's by the an way. awesome show. I have a blog. Jen's, I'm blogging. Jen's blog was, Ryan asked me, scratch that, begged me unmercifully <laughs> to watch Chuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying blogging. I'm trying to do it regularly. And I want to talk about of Perks of Walt. The per- uh, yeah, the I saw that movie, and I was blown away. I thought it was going to be one of those stupid... Just another, you know, coming of age story, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. You know, and I, I was like, oh, well, Hermione's in it, you know. Because <laughs> that's what yeah, it, we'll it kind of looks like from the preview. Like when I saw it, the preview, yeah, I wasn't like really wanting to see it. I was like, oh, it's a bunch of emo kids. Like, oh, my life yeah. sucks. Like, I was just like, no, nah, I don't want to see this. <laughs> but, but you tell it, me it's good. Was it like that? It wasn't like that. And I was. I was so amazed by it. Like, it was one of those movies that you sit down and you're like, yeah, whatever. And you watch it for 10 minutes and you cannot believe that you haven't seen this before. Like, wow. It's just breathtaking. And so, 
I saw that, and and yeah, Emma Watson's American accent sucks. Sorry, <laughs> but that's all it right. It does. It does. It's bad, but th- that's the only negative I could think of about this movie. Well, it's a book, and the book is very well received. I know, and I need to. I need to read the book. Yeah, I've I, done it before. I read like the first chapter. Well, the book is at least the first chapter. I read. I got the sample on my Kindle. It's the lead character, the boy, uh, writing a letter. So yeah. it's, it's it's from that and perspective. That's the movie starts too. Okay. Yeah, and it's actually funny because I wanted to see it because the 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 kid who plays the boy, it's Logan Lerman, something of that. I used to watch him on the show that was on the WB about seven or eight years ago. So oh, that's, really? Yeah, oh, was he in Jack and he Bobby? Was on ja- he was on Jack and Bobby. It was a I show about. He looked familiar. Yeah, it was a show about uh, two brothers, Jack and Bobby, and the plot of the series is that one of them will one day become the president of the United States. And this is so you like yeah, you see them in two thousand five or whatever, and what they're dealing with in high school, and then it's intercut yeah. with like interviews of people who served in his administration. He's now left office, saying how like this the problem he had with the Chinese was like the time he was fifteen in high school. So it's kind of, <laughs> he was really good in that show. So I kind of wanted to, like the help. Well, he yeah. he is very good in this, mm-hmm. and it's it's such a difficult role because the character is basically silent and. Hmm. You're trying to understand, you know, why he is the way he is. And you know he's smart. You know he's intelligent. And yet he has no friends and he's got this past that you don't know what's happened. And um, it's it's a movie that's inspiring. It's a movie about how people should act. Hmm. And 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 it's about a movie. It's about people with real problems. like And it doesn't, like, shy away from that. You know how some they're like, oh, and here's the stereotype of this person and this, and it's not like that at all. It's like these people go out of their way to like be kind, and and I thought that was just really there needs to be more of that. And I don't know, I just thought it was it was so inspiring. And people are jumping into no, the I'm chat. Glad, yeah, I'm glad we're, to hear that. We're discussing uh, Jen watched. Uh, per- What's the name? Perks of being a wallflower. Perks of being a wallflower. I keep saying perks of being wildfire, and that's not remotely the name of the That's not Well, thanks. I was typing that, and I was getting it all messed up, so. Well, I know what it is. I usually don't like stuff like that either, but the it, it looked really good, the preview. So. Well, like, it has this one character who is um, gay, and what I really liked about it was like they 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 create like this relationship that he has this with the secret you know person this person who hasn't come out who's not accepting of it and like he he's one of those people that in a crowd you know they go out of their way to be boisterous and loud and happy and they have this one line where he, he Charlie's out with him and he goes he starts the night out as this you know just fun and loud and by the end of the night he's run out of things to say and it's like you watch him actually go from being the character he wants to be to being who he really is. And like what I liked about it is they portrayed everything as like real relationships. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a, um, you know, a, I can't be gay movie. It was a, it was like totally accepted. Like it was like just him being in a relationship was really, it was just the same. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. what, that's what I liked about it. And like in in a lot of movies don't portray that that as being like he was broken up over this boy and like you know what I mean? Like it was just so It was a very realistic. It was so realistic and and I liked that like they don't just cover one person's story. Like you know, you know all about these other characters and their, you know, what they think and what their feelings are and 
It's so good. Well, I was thinking about this earlier today after I read Jen's blog post. We're big fans of um, Parenthood, which I think is the only thing on NBC worth watching right now. And the thing with that show is it's about, you know, an extended family and the different relationships people have with their children and stuff. And the problem with, well, the thing with it is that the, it's not neat and tidy. And, it, and some of the characters, one character will do something very selfish and the other character will let it go. And it's frustrating from a viewer because you want to see someone get their comeuppance and you want to see... You know, it, it work out like a sitcom, but the thing is, relationships in real life are is, is messy, and that's not how it always works out. Sometimes people get away with murder, and you just let them, and that's just how it goes. So I like things that are that just feel, feel very real. So I think I'm gonna like that movie. So I may just based on Jen's recommendation, just buy it because she watched Chuck. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Chuck is going well. Chuck is we're, we're doing well with Chuck. Chuck is happy. Very well. well, now I'm kind of wondering how she's going to like the ending of Chuck. She might like it more than I think. Maybe. I hope so. Mm, I hope so. Interesting. I, I'm very pleased with the ending of Chuck. I, I, I think it was, it was a great final episode. I liked it more well, I, the more I watched it. I want to go back quickly to this one scene because it really just struck. Because it could have been anyone. Mm-hmm. And there's one scene in the movie. And I, I'm trying not to spoil too much. But the boy who is in love with this other boy gets turned down in a way. And Charlie is there to sort of pick up the pieces. Mm -hmm. And he loves Charlie. You know, there is love between these characters without it being like an in love kind of thing. Right. And like, Mm -hmm. but he's so distraught that he reaches over and he just kisses Charlie. Mm -hmm. And Charlie lets him because he understands that it's not that. And like, there's all these like underlining themes and stuff, you know, and then obviously the boy breaks down and realize, you know, of course, Charlie's not interested, but he was there for him. And like, it's in that kind of thing in all of it. And I'm going on about this. It was so touching. I cannot even tell you. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited to see it. I almost bought it because I think it came out on iTunes before it was available. I think it was even available on iTunes before it came out on DVD, and I was very tempted to buy it, but I, I wasn't sure because I hadn't read any reviews of it yet. So I think I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. But Chuck is fun. Chuck is so nerdy, and I have a crush on him, obviously. Oh, yeah. Please, I haven't read that Chuck coming. <laughs> I don't. I the nerdy guy too he's the nerdy good guy like he's such a good guy my favorite good. thing about my, just love the chuck experience is richard named his blender colonel john but don't casey. you love also yeah don't you love john casey oh my god he's awesome i, I met him the gr- like the grunting i just oh it's awesome <laughs> so and i loved him when he was jane yeah. and i'm thinking, okay I'm jane gonna- versus casey what do you think they're they're so similar in a lot of yeah. ways. And I love that character. But, like, Yeah, and that's the thing. People who love Firefly, who only got him for 13 episodes, I'm like, there's like 90 episodes of Chuck, and I think he's in all of them, mm-hmm. or he's in most of them. I mean. He's by far one of my favorite characters on that show. Oh, if they put Casey in, like, Jane's hat that his mother <laughs> sent him. <laughs> like, he's a man who's all masculine, and he's not afraid to be a little emotional. Yep. Like, he's awesome. Yep. Very true. He especially yeah. gets emotional about President Reagan. I was about to say, <laughs> Bob might like this because yeah, Bob's a Republican. Really, he might enjoy it. It's really kissing. funny. I love I like it. Michelle Obama now. What? I mean, I did not like her before, but I was indifferent. <laughs> oh, my- but I like her now because she did that silly mom dance. Oh, Michelle Obama. 
Yeah, oh, I didn't see that. And I was she's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> see, she's winning over the sow. <laughs> Bob and the she pre- did what? Bob so is like, wait, I am what not did convinced. she do? She did. The, she did like a dance on TV, like a stupid. Yeah, I didn't see it. Dance. Jimmy know. Fallon, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, I thought I saw that. It was pretty funny. No, I thought of Bob. There's this, there's one coming up where Casey in a hurry needs something that's like behind the picture frame that he keeps his his yeah. uh, picture of President Reagan. So I think he needs to like punch the picture frame <laughs> yeah. to get the thing out, or like the world's gonna end or something. And he stops. Uh-huh. He's like, "I'm so sorry, Mr. President." Like, punch. <laughs> it's, <so laughs> it's it's oh, one of the best shows. Show. It's one of the best shows in the world. Have you seen it, Robert? Um, I've seen bits and pieces of it uh, every once in a great while. Like if it was on and nothing else was on, I'd watch it. Um, he into it too. You, you would. No, I mean, I, I, know, I know it's like one of those shows. Like I would really love it if I sat down and watched it. It's just yeah. I've yeah. never gotten around to sitting down and. I have watch so it. many things on my to do list. That's ridiculous. Now, Jen, I only have two questions for you about about well, a, a question and a, and a comment. Number one: Have you met General Beckman yet in person? On the show. Oh, I'm like, in real? No. Uh, I don't know. You'll love it when you meet her in person because she's so little. Oh, it's a girl. Never mind. Yes. General Beckman. I have not. No, you, you say that name and I still think masculine, but yeah. no, I haven't yeah. met she, She's her. very funny. And the other thing is you're going to watch an episode and you're going to be like, that voice of that guest star sounds oddly familiar. And you're going to look it up an hour later and it's going to be Mark Hamill. Oh, you you shouldn't have told her that. Oh, oh come on. She's never going to know when. <sighs> At some point in the next 70 episodes. Like, you know how much I love Star Wars, and it took me about an hour to figure it out. <laughs> the man did not age well, that's all I have to say. No, no he did not. No, and that wreck didn't help. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. Speaking of Mark Hamill voiceovers, I remember, uh, <laughs> are any of you guys into... <laughs> He's been working on that for like that an hour and a half. I like. I've been waiting to find a, an, an an avenue into this conversation, and I found it. And I'm going to take it. Awesome. And I'm taking it by force. Uh-huh. No, uh, have any of you guys okay, watched uh, Bob? Yes. Do you realize we haven't started? That oh yet? damn! It. No, we haven't. And I, I was going to actually work that into what oh, I was about to say. Oh, they keep going. All right, so come on, go well, on. But uh, and actually, it's uh, it's pretty funny because I have a friend of mine who is uh, listening to the podcast, and they just sent me a text like, "Like you don't talk a whole, whole lot, you should talk more." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to take over and at least introduce the show because we haven't done that I as can, we hit the uh, I can forty-five minute Ryan mark." If you want, she can. Really, I can. If I'm, you not want tell, to. I'm not going to tell you how <laughs> I know that, but she can. I do what? I can. I can like muzzle him. Oh no, it's okay. All right. It's quite all right. All right. Okay, so let's get the show on the road. Okay, Bob. Robert is from Spellcast. I called my mom and I said, I can't get the tractors. Turn off. <laughs> I've just finished taking a test on what's your seduction style. I have got to take that test. So we called the tractor guy and we said, okay, what do we do? He said, you have to crash it. My superpower is cuddles. That, that's awesome. <laughs> the Midas touch. Jim, Are you the Midas touch, too? I am. I have the Midas touch. <laughs> <laughs> 
I came so close to calling a hooker. I found a really large dead rat. I should have thrown him in the field, but I didn't want the dog to get to him. The fact that she's a real freak in the sheets and wants my youth bedroom set, <laughs> you know what? I am donating it to Goodwill because I feel dirty. But unfortunately, then the maggots come. And I'll catch y'all later. And you continue to have a very sexy voice. Talk to you later. Brian, you're totally embarrassing me. You said he had a very sexy voice. I did. Did you not think he heard you? <laughs> it was one of those things in passing. He, but he was standing right there. I gotta go. He's I still can't. here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's not awkward at all, huh? Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Point of View Weekly, the Potterfic Weekly uh, morning yet not really morning show because we start at 9 o'clock at night. I am Bob. I, I'm Ryan. I'm Jen. I'm Sue. I'm Danielle. Danielle's like, I get to go last. This is so easy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what I find Sorry, funny, Danielle. I've actually, like, when going back and listening to the shows or just, like, listening to Ryan whenever he introduces himself, he, like, seems so, like, like totally, like, unaware of, or not unaware, but he's just like, like, uh, and I'm Ryan. Like, it's it's just kinda all like, an act, Bob. I know it's an act. <laughs> well, you have to understand, after doing it 200 times, and welcome back, it's like, oh, I'm in line. Um, I'm, uh, hi. It's like, I forget where to go. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't get why I do the intro, but. You just start. Oh, well. Because you, start have, you have the best radio voice. Hold you on. have the voice. Yeah. Oh, you have a whatever. good radio voice. Hold on, Sam, Sammy's getting into all of our crap right now. Should we leave her? No, good? I'm gonna go get her. Okay, bye. Oh, oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what? What happened? Sammy, there's a cabinet that the cats get on, and when they jump down off it, they knock the door open. So the door was open just a little bit. So she knows the door was open a little bit, and she likes to jump inside and get on the cabinet. So she like flung it open with one of her paws and jumped and at the same moment all the clothes came falling down so she jumped down and like adopted like a defensive posture it was really kind of funny she got the no, crap beat out of her by clothes she's a little embarrassed funny. she's a little embarrassed okay. Okay. yeah anyway. so now that we've started the show for the night oh yeah and I, and I forgot I was actually going to say something about yes. Mark Hamill voiceovers yes. Yes. Uh, have any of you guys watched uh Avatar or Avatar: The Last Airbender? I've seen like the cartoon show. Yes, James. No, I've, I've I've seen the movie Avatar. I, it's on oh my! Oh, oh wait, no, that's the way the blue animal. Avatar. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's completely different, right? Yes. It's okay. Okay. Different. Never mind. Yeah, because yeah, 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 Mark Airbender Hamill, is a little kid. Because Mark Hamill does a lot of of animated voices. Right? Yes, he yeah. does. That's like his career now. <laughs> yeah, it is. I know. It's sad. This is the way he aged. Yeah. Oh. Maybe they'll do a, a cameo in the new Star Wars movie. Who the hell will he be? I don't know. <laughs> well, I think if anything, well, I mean, obviously they're, it's going to be based off the kids. I mean, because I, be su- I would be very surprised if they didn't work uh, Han, Leia, and Luke into some sort of like Uh-oh. I don't least, know. I think they're going to start cameo. anybody. Harrison Ford is on crack. Come on. He's just getting old. <laughs> he is. Aww. Indiana Jones was kind of... I hate of, to say that, but he is. Well, he's, like, he's over 70 years old. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And that's the that's sad. Nobody old. wants to watch that, though. Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I would like to see them in it. I mean, I'm not saying that they should be the main characters, but I yeah. think that... 
It you don't think it'd be like really like cheesy. Well, no. Look at Leonard. I know it's completely different, but look at Leonard Nimoy I mean, in Star Trek. It is I mean, true. The, like, okay, yeah. that's true. He lends they like did. authenticity to the new Star Wars. And you know this. And you know this yeah. too. When in that movie, like people loved Star Wars, uh, uh, Star Trek, the, the 2009 movie. When Leonard Nimoy came on screen, everyone in that theater yeah, was they on all, their feet. Cheered, yeah. I mean, oh, every, they went nuts. They yeah. loved the movie, but they loved that Leonard right. Nimoy was exactly. there. I mean, so you, I think it would be. They'd be remiss if they didn't. So yeah, I mean, think that they would have like you know Han and Leia as the old people. Why not? Like a cameo. Hmm. Well, yeah. They, I mean, they could. I don't know. You know, she was. <laughs> they may send her back to fat. Oh, I knew. I knew. Waiting for someone to say that. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. But they were cruel to her. Like, yeah. No, I know they were. Well, the other thing is, like, if you get Star Trek fans, I mean, she together, was like this little itty bitty person. They're like, you need to lose thirty pounds. She's like, what? <laughs> like, her, her body type. I mean, you can just look at her. She's not somebody who needs who. It's healthy to carry like no weight. I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll just say this: like Star Star Trek fans will fight about everything. They'll fight about what deck sick bay is on, what color the warp core should be. They'll fight about everything. But when Majel Barrett, um, she did the voice work for Star Trek, and then she passed away. When you heard her in the, mm-hmm. in the even you heard her in the movie for like four seconds, saying yeah, like hailing frequencies, like everyone jumped up. So I think even if you know there's debate whether they should be in the movie or not, when they're there, everyone's in the club. Yeah. So. Yeah. Jedi and Masters can this get pretty is reminded, old. What's it? Yeah, well, Obi-Wan was pretty old. Yeah. I said, this has reminded me of what I did this weekend, which I forgot when you asked me how my weekend went. Yeah. And at, <laughs> I went to the Oscar party. Oh, yeah. On you Sunday. did. Did you dress up? Sort of. I was, I didn't know if I was going to go until like the last minute. Mm-hmm. So I did dress way up yeah i wore makeup and you know stuff like that i put my hair yeah. up good so <laughs> oh my um, god you put makeup on. no it's fun to dress i put makeup on first time in six months well no i hate to put makeup on no i'm talking year, because because that is, for the Oscars. that is my life too well no because you've been sick for so long like if you told yeah. me you put pants on when you left i would have said good job because you've been sick <laughs> Well, uh, me. Uh, we won't talk about that. No, um, but it was really fun. It, I, did any of you watch the Oscars? No, I missed them because we were moving. I watched I William watched, Shatner well, on YouTube. I was going to say William Shatner was in it, and I watched um, the Miz thing on YouTube, and I liked that. The what? The Les Mis singing. Oh yeah, Dan Radcliffe came on and sang. That was fun. Yeah, I missed that. Oh, I've got to look that up now. And he was dressed normally was too. Cute. Is that like new for him? He was dressed in a tux. He was. He, he was like very dapper for a change. Like I was expecting him to like you know be wearing a kilt of some kind Ooh. or something. Dan Radcliffe. He just has. Oh. He dresses funny. Well, you know. Yeah, they do mm. velvet velvet suits and things. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, Joseph Gordon-Levitt looked interesting. He well, he's just an interesting. Why did he, he had say? to present the award with Kristen Stewart. Oh my! How about so? That was exciting. Mm. Yeah, well, Shatner was awesome. William Shatner will be funny until he's yeah. It was it was actually funny because we had my um, <clears throat> my parents came over for dinner the day after the Oscars, so on Monday, and my my dad of all people was like, "Did you watch the Oscars?" I'm like, "No." I was like, "Did you?" He's like, "Yeah." He goes, "Cause Seth MacFarlane was hosting it," and he just was like, 
walking around my house saying, we saw your boobs. <laughs> we saw your boobs. And I was just like, oh my God. So like we, nice. he made us watch well, that, which was pretty I've, funny, I have to admit. I mean, I have to say that I have thought the Oscars have gotten repeatedly worse since they've stopped using Robin and Billy and Whoopi. And I, I've hated, mm-hmm. like, I hated the James Franco and Hathaway. I hated... And I know that's so harsh, but I thought they were terrible. I just thought they were boring and not funny. What did y'all think of Seth MacFarlane? Uh, from the little bit I well, saw Well, we only him. saw the intro, and honestly, I thought he was funny. Yeah. Like, I but I was... didn't see the whole show. Apparently. I saw the end with him and Blonde Girl from Wicked. Kristen what Chenoweth? Was... Yeah. Chenoweth? And that was fun. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Yes. Well, I lo- yeah, yeah. I she was too. cute. They sang a duet. I mean, she the, the, did the red carpet, and she was so funny because everyone towered over her. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's a little bitty out there on the red carpet, mm-hmm. but she's such a neat person. Mm-hmm. You just tell she's a neat person. Oh yeah, and and you know they always ask the same questions over and over again, and she asked really cool questions. They were unique, and you know they made sense. It wasn't like the you know. You just know that the actors are just like, oh, God, again, I have to answer the same question. Well, it's again. not like Joan Rivers is out yeah. there with, like, the I seventh mean, face. I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, oh, no. no. Do I still look surprised? Because, like, <laughs> like she can't put her eyebrows down. <laughs> one, of my, one of my Facebook friends, like, had, you know, had posted about that maybe, like, a day or two before the Oscars. And they were like, why in the world do they have the beautiful, talented Kristen Chenoweth doing something as stupid as the red carpet? And someone was like, she's probably under contract for like a show that didn't work out or something. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, it, yeah. I don't know. The thing that always killed me. She did a really good job. The thing that always killed me, she was so good on the West Wing and they never had her sing. Well, West Wing I doesn't know. scream musical numbers. Yeah, but you could find something. <laughs> but they should. Allison Jan- well, the thing I loved about her on the West Wing is they always tried to have her and Allison Jan- Janney walking down the hallways. And they even commented in one episode, we look like we're two different species because she's like 6'4", 4'11". You guys want some breaking news? Breaking news. Girl, breaking Girls news. Gone Wild has filed for bankruptcy. I saw that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Hold on. More breaking news. I don't know. I just saw invasive beetles prompting tree cutting. This is breaking news. It's the Asian longhorn beetle. Girls gone wild out, longhorn beetles in. (laughs) That's disgusting. Beetles, Beetles. not hold on. Beetles, not beagles. (laughs) Not beagles. Yes, there's beagles in all the trees. They're chopping them down because the beagles are infesting us. It's the only way to get the beagles out of the get trees. Get the beagles out. The tree down. The pe- I guess, yeah, I guess they infest and then you have to get rid of the tree. The PETA people are just up in arms. The animal rights activists yeah. just want to open Fair. up. It's horrible. So um, we at this party that I go to, we always get gift bags. I mean, it's it's done up to the nines. We, we walk up the red carpet. Everybody's dressed up. The house, I swear, she must spend two weeks decorating the house. Oh, wow. And she haunts the local uh, movie theater and buys their movie posters and their stand-ups and stuff. Hmm. So there were Harry Potter posters all over. There were all these different movie posters all over. She's got four, I think, of the stand-up posters. She's got um, Johnny Depp as the captain. Hmm. Wow. She's got, I can't remember his name. The, um, she's she's got Mini Me. Okay. And mm-hmm. 
and a couple other ones that she's got, and they're always placed strategically around the house and everything. <laughs> but and then we get we get gift bags like you would get if you were actually you know presenting at the Oscars. Yep. So my gift bag had. And you never know what you're going to get in it. It's always kind of scary. So I got a calendar. That was nice. And I got some candy. I got a pregnancy test. <laughs> what? I got... Uh, Save it for the season finale, Sue. We need some ratings. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh, there were, and, and duct tape. Because the other thing that we always have to do is get... It's I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's fine. We don't even hear it anymore. Carry on. I'm to- sorry. Okay. Yeah, she's fine. And uh, so our project next for the next one is to create something out of duct tape. Oh. Oh, well. Ooh, that's fun. Jen, you've thought, yeah. you've thought long and hard about this, reading all those Draco fics over the years. Do you have any suggestions? Hey, I live on duct tape. I do everything with duct tape. I know. I have my pants. Mm-hmm. In, in high school at our prom, we made duct tape purses. Um, well, Carrie Fisher had to duct tape her boobs together because there were no bras in space. Why sometimes? Do oh well. wow! She talks about that a lot, like on the special features of Star Wars. She's like Michelle Nichols in the she Martin Luther King She said it was King like story. a contest at the end of the day about who got to rip it off. I'm like, that's pretty horrible. Wow. <laughs> yeah. See what she went through Ow. to make these movies. <laughs> Can I just say this? When, when Sue just said that there was the, the the red carpet that she had to walk up, all I could do is picture Sue with like a protective mask on because of the pneumonia, and I someone know. said, and, and the little Kristen Jenner with "Now what are you wearing tonight?" Pants. <laughs> <laughs> I was too. I wore pants. I don't blame you. I did not dress up. All right, so tonight we're going to get into our RPG characters. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Danielle has done a lot of work on this. And right before the podcast began, I'm like, Bob has a list of 25 questions he would like answered about her character, our characters, to which Danielle screams, (laughs) damn you, Bob. (laughs) Well, no, when I looked at the thing, I was like, okay, I actually did most of it, but I hadn't done like height, weight, like hair color and all that. So I was like, okay, I got to do this. (laughs) All right. Now, it's okay. The idea is to kind of do them together a little bit. Okay. I, mean, I know that Sue has hers uh, a little bit fleshed out already, yeah. but I figured it'd be kind of fun. And also maybe uh, get the chat room in on it as well. Kind of yes. maybe kick some ideas Yeah, around. I started a thread, but I don't know that anybody actually no went there it. and wrote in it. No one at all. Bo- no. We're boycotting Sue's thread. Aww, sad. <laughs> now, I believe I've partially fleshed myself. Yeah. But like I, need, I have a good idea of my character. But I need additional fleshing. I'm sorry, I just found the chocolate, so we're we're multi different. <laughs> no eating during the podcast. Sorry, He's breaking his own rules. I know. No, the rules were designed for Lady Chi because she used to leave and go to the dinner table and eat with the family. <laughs> then when you called out to her, she would run back over, and she would always be out of breath. I thought she was asthmatic. She came, stayed with me last week. Oh, weekend. we never talked about that. I, I know. <laughs> I, well, I was I was actually going to have Chi on last week to explain how it went, but I thought it would be in poor taste. To have her on. She wants to do it. Absolutely. So you had a good time? Yeah, we had a good time. It was good. Well, I, I didn't think you had a bad time. This isn't confrontational. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it was really good. It was relaxed. Unfortunately, I think she was a bit sick when she got here. Mm-hmm. And that just sort of yeah. Right. She sounded pretty sick towards the end of the trip. Yeah, I felt bad for her when she ended up leaving because she was in pretty bad shape. Uh-huh. But um, we did not make her sick. She was sick uh-huh. before. Yeah, sure, Jen. <laughs> 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 it's not 
it went out to, to I took tried to I tried to give her honky tonk, but um, you know, we went out a couple of times and we stayed in a lot too. Yeah. We it was really relaxing. I mean, we didn't go all out and do all this cuz she was only here for like 2 days. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's cool. But, it was fun. It was really good. And and what I what I liked about her was she was just just like she is. I think that was mm-hmm. always my concern in meeting. You know, when I met to met Ryan, you know, the fear that the person you've been talking to is not really the person right. you're meeting. Yeah. Well, I remember meeting Danielle, and I never met her before, and I hadn't really even talked to you before. I know. We met. I know. And and I had never been in a taxi before. And he just sort of dropped me off this neighborhood. This is a and, I know, and he didn't even drop you off in front of my building. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, so, so I was so cute. Like, and you came out running and you gave me a big hug. And I just knew we were going to be good friends. Exactly. And like, <laughs> yeah, what? it was good. And so I'm really glad that we are who we say we are. <laughs> we're very honest people. <laughs> Although I still know people who to this day do not believe that Jen exists. Oh well, right. We have yeah, we have proof. Well, no, actually, they were at my at my wedding. You were there as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so was she, right? Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. They were at the wedding and okay. saw it gotcha. almost okay. fall down the hill, yes. and then they realized, oh my god, it's real. Okay. So <laughs> they, they now have they now have. Faith. I got you. They have proof. They have proof. All right, now let's recap. So Sue, your character very briefly is named. Eve Bishop. Eve Bishop, and you're a herbologist with a bad ankle. Yes. How do you know all this already? I'm very oh, good. We should we have Sue go week. over it again. Yeah, Sue, can Jen you? Jen wasn't here. Sue, yeah, let's do the. Let's do Why the don't quick we just recap. go around and talk about what we have so far? Let's talk about our feelings. <laughs> that too. <laughs> well, right. um, hang on a minute because it's in the notebook at my house, so I have to find. Uh, Bob, and see if it's posted in this. I one. love how we say oh, his name. We're like, yeah. I have to find Bob. Mm-hmm. Bob. 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 Okay, Bob. so um, Bob. I'm uh, in my 40s. I'm an herbologist with a knowledge of medical portions, have an affinity with animals, understands them, um, and they like me. It is physically fit, but has weak ankles that slow me down. Prefers being with my plants rather than people. So, Jen, that, that is Sue. No, Jen. Oh, and I'm apparently an alpaca animagus. Oh, <laughs> yes. I like it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I'm also, I'm sorry, I'm setting up my notes, so I'm making sure that I'm getting everything. No problem. I was listening well. to Lee for a second, then I realized, crap, podcast live. Move on. Do you want to go next? <laughs> uh, yeah, dead air, dead air. All right, now I'm going to go next. Now, I know every, now, Danielle, you know, based on who she is, has a notebook filled with fun and interesting facts about her character. I just realized I spelled appearance wrong. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I went with, you have to spell check that one. It's a really tough one. Now, I went with a general <laughs> theme. Now, there's a TV okay. show that I've I've watched over several years. It's called uh, Yes Minister. Yes, yes Prime Minister. Okay. And it's about the Prime Minister of, of England and the, like, the career people who work in his office who try Oh god, your character's name is Bernard, isn't it? It is not Bernard. Bernard. I am not, not okay. I am not Bernard. <laughs> okay. So there's a character on this show. His name now I'm not gonna tell you his name because I I'm co-opting part of his name. Okay. And his it, it, what basically what he does is he wants to stop the, the, the Prime Minister from doing what the Prime Minister wants. He wants the Prime Minister to do what, what he wants. <laughs> and he does this by monologuing so much that he confuses the issue 
until the other side just either gives up or is so confused they do what they think they want to do when in fact it's what you want to do. So I'm picturing for my character, I am naming him Nigel Appleby. Ooh, good name. Okay. Nice. I like that a lot. After okay. now, the character's name on the show is Sir Humphrey Appleby, played by um, Nigel, Nigel Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Yes. So I'm co-opting okay. it a little bit. Now, my spell Appleby. Uh, Apple Apple B E E. Okay. Nigel Appleby. And my thought okay. for the character is, I am a former politician. Okay. I love it. Now, I worked in the Fudge Administration. Ah, okay. All right. Oh, wow. You really thought about this. Okay, go ahead. And my thought is, <laughs> I am like, okay, when, 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 the, when, the, when the ministers of magic come in, there's like a whole staff that already works there. And, they, and this staff stays the whole time, all right? Yeah. Okay. They're the so, civil service of the magic. Yes. Community. So my job is to, is I'm like Fudge's. I'm the I'm the guy who's in Fudge's office, and I'm supposed to do what Fudge wants, but I'm trying to stop Fudge from doing what he wants. And what I'm trying to do is like outthink, like confuse Fudge, stop Fudge, stonewall Fudge, make Fudge think Fudge is in charge when really it's me, <laughs> and monologue Fudge to death. That's my job. Now what? Okay. And I'm thinking out loud here. I'm thinking the downfall from Fudge was so atrocious. That Scrim George's cleaned house, all okay. right? And he okay. basically put me in charge of the doorknob department. <laughs> okay. Because okay. he doesn't know if he can trust me. Uh, you know, as much as I tr- I was trying to stop Fudge, you know, I, I looked like I was with him because I'm trying to get Fudge to trust me too. So I got put in the doorknob department. So I decided my career in politics is over. And because I okay. need somewhere to, to, to work and something to do to try and help, I've joined the Auror Department. Oh, boy. All right? <laughs> now, much like myself, when you think of me, when you think of Ryan the podcaster, you probably do not think combat ready. <laughs> no. <laughs> so while I did well, like, working on the farm bill, when mm-hmm. we have to, like, kick the front door down... I mm-hmm. find myself sometimes at a disadvantage. So what I'm picturing for myself is I am a trained or, but my skills are more in the, you know, talk him into putting the gun down thing. Like, so you're like the, uh, what the is it negotiator. called? The negotiator. I'm like a better yeah. negotiator than Price I am. Yeah. Like if I get into like a fist fight <laughs> with someone, I'm going to try and hit him with like a flower box or something. Like I need to, you know, or I'm going to kick him. You know, like I'm going to kick someone in a fist fight. Like I'm not quite in my element there, but I'm very right. good at, at monologuing to death and trying to outthink the other guy and the other thing is i probably look a lot more sure of myself than i am because Mm -hmm. that's that's what i got from working for fudge and i'm thinking because i worked for fudge i'm not like the most liked guy in the unit but maybe you're misunderstood maybe i'm misunderstood so i'm a little quirky in that regard i seem more sure of myself than i probably am and Mm -hmm. people don't know what to make of me because I work for that moron fudge, and every time I have to punch someone, I inadvertently kick him in the shins. Because you know okay. wizards punch people compared to using their magic. Well, yeah. that well, there's, I see. I see. I see, what you're I, you see what I'm I, saying. I like that. You see what I'm yeah. saying. But my first mm-hmm. reaction is not to like use a wand in combat either. Probably my first reaction is to use a wand to perhaps you know 
light the stove. But okay, I, I'm not. I've not really gotten like this is new for me. But this is like the one area that is kind of out because the aurors, you know, are are a little bit. Well, now it's Kingsley's in charge, and Kingsley's probably on the anti-fudge thing too. So Kingsley's kind of pushing everyone out. So I, I've I've expanded into the aurors a little bit. Okay, so basically, okay. politician hack who becomes a member of the aurors. So you just basically, this is a, I guess, kind of like to, in regards to your. That's basically your reasoning for becoming one. Is basically that's just your next political move. Well, I'm or, not even a political move. I think like I don't know, like like most government workers. I probably don't know how to work in the private sector, and okay. um, you know politics. I, I have no future there, so I might as well become like a cop because with cops there's still power and there's still you know the ability to serve and stuff okay. like that. So that so that's that was my thought. I am Nigel with the breed. <laughs> Can Ryan's character wants to know if you can actually cook? Can I cook? Well, that gets to my character. Well, I'm actually thinking my character might be a good cook because I like would have to like do all the dinner parties at like Fudge's office. I'd have to know like you know like we'd have to impress people. Here's here's the thing: I can probably cook if my life depended on it, but I order better than I cook. I'll order in. I'll order in. <laughs> Stove lighting, yeah, stove is, lighting his is his go-to yes. spell. Yes. <laughs> I'll make sure that there are ample amounts of opportunities to be lighting uh, uh, various uh, stoves. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Sorry, guys. Cool. Like awesome job. All right. So should I go? Go for All it. Right, so I wrote a lot of stuff down. So forgive me. I'm just going to kind of read it. <laughs> go for it. All right. So my character's name is Elizabeth Strider. Okay. Ooh, I like that name. Strider is an homage to a certain someone. Mm. Um, okay. Like so, an ex-boyfriend or something? No, or like a character from one of my favorite stories. All right, carry okay. on. Elizabeth attended um, Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Um, she mm-hmm. graduated near the top of her class. She was sorted into Ravenclaw, although the sorting hat had difficulty choosing between Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. Um, she's a hard worker and studied... A lot for all of her tests so that she could earn top marks. Her real strength, mm-hmm. however, is potion making. Uh, she adores the exact science involved in mixing potions. She loves to research okay. ingredients and understanding the magical properties of each one. Um, as okay. an auror, her talent at potion making is put to good use um, as her team relies on her to protect and often save their lives. Um, on a personal note, one of Elizabeth's most, most prized possessions is a set of scales and a copper kettle that once belonged to her grandmother, a muggle-born who was killed by dark wizards. So that is my motivation for becoming an Auror. Wow, okay, cool. Yeah, so- <laughs> Mine is I got fired! <laughs> so, um, strengths, strengths would include potion making. Um, an in-depth understanding of various magical ingredients, attention to detail, and mm-hmm. she is also fiercely Ouch. loyal and dependable. Weaknesses would be often leading with the heart instead of the head, can be too quick to react in a dangerous situation, and a tendency to hold others to very high standards because she does the same for herself. Okay. Other, nice. other interests. I have a little bit more. Go for <laughs> it. Page two of six. All right. Other interests. Okay. So despite magical spells and charms to aid the busy wizard these days, Elizabeth likes to spend her free time baking. 
Her love of cooking was fostered as a child when she spent much of her time with her grandmother. A muggle-born, Elizabeth's grandmother was an avid baker. Um, as she spent more time with her grandmother, she developed a deep appreciation of this time-consuming and exacting craft. Most of her school friends could never understand why she spent so much free time in the kitchen. Isn't that what the house elf is for? But Elizabeth believed that all this time baking is what led to her affinity for potion making. In her mind, the two really aren't that different since they both require precision, the ability to follow directions, and patience. And her fellow auras appreciate these talents because she keeps the headquarters full of tasty treats. Yay. So I think that's it. <laughs> Just curious. Are you always going to refer to yourself in third person? No, I'm okay. sorry. No. It's a little weird. I'm not used to this. So anyway, birthday would be October 15th, 1980, putting me at age 32. So you're the same age as Harry. I guess. <laughs> oh, I guess so. I didn't really even think of that. Um, I'm just kind of doing. That yeah, I haven't picked a hometown yet, but I, I will. I haven't. That's fine. I kind of, I, I, I apologize for. I was, I was gonna do this list for you guys earlier in the week, but this has been an interesting yeah. week. So, my apologies. No, I, so, I am thinking I should. No, here's the thing I need to think about. Originally, Danielle suggested why shouldn't Nigel Appleby be from Cardiff? Because that's well, where Wales is in the UK. That's where Doctor Who's from. But I don't know if a Welshman would be the you know the yeah, the, the, the minister of magics. Is there like a Welsh ministry or is I there don't like, know. It's kind of like the New Jersey. Yeah. I don't England, think right? I don't think JK got into that. You know what? Put me from Cardiff. Screw it. The, 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 yeah, so it's like as long as you're not American. <laughs> I know. I, care I mean, really. I'm, yeah. You're American. All I can, Jen, all I can picture right now is Torchwood, the guy driving. I have to pay for this bridge. Let's just say, maybe I'll just say I'm from the Cotswolds. Cotswolds. <laughs> I have a thatched roof. I have a thatched roof cottage. Um, I went for Manchester. Nice. Nice. Quick question for you, Ryan. Yes. Um, one of the things that uh, uh, Eve and Elizabeth kind of have uh, specializations mm-hmm. in various, uh, or in a kind of like... Um, Herbology, uh, use good in herbology, Elizabeth uh, Potion. Yeah. Uh, what would you say is uh, what was your Nigel's strong? What was his strong suit like subject wise? Subject wise, I'm actually thinking like arithmancy or something where you like. I think I think I would be really good at <laughs> like that's gonna help. Like I think the wonders of editing, Jen. Um, I'm so sorry. That's fine. I think that I probably like arithmancy. Like if if it were muggle classes, I would say I'd be great at like. Algebra or something where you have to think three steps ahead because I'm a politician, so I'm used to trying to think. Okay, how do I start this process so that I get the bill passed I want? So I'm going to say arithmancy would be the best subject and herbology would be the worst because <laughs> no, really, because I'm used to thinking with numbers and thinking with logic, and plants are not logical. So okay, and I'm thinking okay. about this. The more I'm thinking about it, I probably want to be in the aura because that's. It's like a lateral shift in power. You still have authority. There's still like mm-hmm. a chain of command. So I like that, but it's messier than yeah than politics. So oh, everyone wants I, to know what I, house you're in. Yeah. I would say Ravenclaw. I want to say Ravenclaw. We have a lot of Ravenclaw. And I stuck with Hufflepuff. You're stuck with Hufflepuff. I stuck with Hufflepuff. Oh, okay. I'm so- stuck with. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually know. To be honest with you, based off of what you're saying, Ryan, I agree with Ray. Yeah, you think I, I should be I Slytherin? Would too. You sound more like a Slytherin. Yeah. 
right. Yeah. I, not I like because you're kind of fun to see. Not you because yeah. I'm evil. Don't no, say. No, but because race. if you were if you were a minister of magic's right hand man, you obviously had ambition to get there. True. And I want so, the power to hang on to. Yeah, so I would say Slytherin. I'm requesting a lateral transfer to Slytherin, please. You're unlike the forums. I will grant this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Lucius Malfoy. Someone posted. Do you like disguise your wand in your walking stick? I don't like your question. <laughs> Oh. Excellent. Well, if, if Jen ends up being from Gryffindor House, you'll have one of each house. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. Mm. Yeah. shall I go next? I believe yes. Jen shall go. I yeah, go for it, Jen. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't laugh because I've actually put a lot of backstory thought into this. Oh, this is amazing. This is what makes it <laughs> fun. <laughs> Bob is like positively <laughs> orgasmic over there. Oh, on the this other makes end. it I just more can't fun. It anymore. <laughs> okay, no. my character's name <laughs> is Jade McDonald. Jade McDonald. Yeah, just really liked it. Uh, No real reason. And she is red hair. Um, She wears it in a ponytail because she didn't have time to mess with it. And she's a bit stocky because she's short. But but (laughs) she's not, you know, overweight because she has to still, you know, Mm -hmm. do her job. And I'm sure that there's like a fitness requirement. Um, She comes from a slightly broken home. Magical dad ran away after being disgusted with the muggle way of life after he got the muggle mom pregnant. So she grew up in a muggle family with her muggle mom hating magical folk. And um, so her goal to be an or is to try and protect muggles against people, you know, that hurt them. And so she goes around and she's kind of a do-gooder, sort of like a goodwill kind of person. And I tried to think of what things would do, what people would do to help people in the magical world, because it's not like you need a food kitchen when you have magic, right? So I was thinking mm-hmm. that she probably helped donate money to um, Ollivanders and things so that poor children could go and buy their wands. Um, and so yeah. she uses a lot of her salary to donate to things like that. Um, and so her house is made up of a lot of used and consigned items, but because she has magic, they all look fantastic. <laughs> and I like that. I just have to and ask, does she use eBay with regularity? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, she is in Gryffindor House. And oh, yes. that worked out perfect. <laughs> yeah, it did. Subject is muggle studies, and her worst subject is herbology because she really finds the green thumb um, difficult. Um, but her strengths are is that she's brave and loyal. She has a quirky intelligence. She she isn't necessarily book smart and not necessarily street smart, but she can look at something and kind of think outside the box a bit to solve crimes um, in a way that a lot of people assume is by accident, but really. Her brain just works a bit differently than everybody else's. Um, yeah. And love it. she is one of those people that um, she's a bit clumsy. She's pushy. Um, she's a bit of the red shirt and Star Trek character. If there's something to happen to someone while on a mission, it will happen to her. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Weaknesses. She's a bit quick to judge. She's quick to assume if people, you know, aren't as giving or aren't as, you know, good as she would hope that they are, she immediately kind of writes them off and they have to really work hard to impress her. 
and she wants the best out of people, but doesn't often give them a second chance um, if the first impression doesn't impress. And so she does have some faults, and she has a lot of issues that she struggles with. But a lot of the things that she really wants to do is she wants, um, she's working with the magical law people to try and let um, magical folk tell more muggles about magic so that they can be do good for them and help them um, instead of make it a secret and hide from everyone. Um, and so she goes out of her way um, kind of illegally to do good things for muggles um, without them knowing that it's magic, but kind of, I guess, like a secret Santa. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh. she's worried about getting caught. So it stresses her out a bit. But she feels that what she's doing is good and necessary, and so she continues to fight the good fight in secret. Very cool. Now, Bob, cool. run us by your character again very briefly. Did you do him last week? My character? Yes. He's, I, Bob, I he doesn't have character. one because he's the... Oh, he's the... I'm, oh, he's the guy. I'm all of the other Hold characters. on. So let's get this <laughs> right. straight here. We have... Okay. Are you what's called the dungeon master if this was like Got Dungeons it. and Dragons? That is correct. Right. God, well, I was He's for a second. I thought he master. was. He's a wizard master. Now let, let's yeah. get this straight. We have a herbologist with a bad ankle. Mm-hmm. We have a politician who's not very handy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a do-gooder who's not very street smart. Uh huh. And we have Danielle who can cook. Hey, stones. I'm a potions master. Do we have anyone on this team of Aurors who can successfully <laughs> shoot something? Well, I think the idea is we're all proficient at shooting spells. I was actually thinking yeah. about that, I mean, and I was like, I find it odd that no one is proficient in charms. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember, uh, chat room, help me out, or maybe one of you guys. I forget what auras have to be uh, proficient. Oh, not proficient. Potions. They're, they're, potions is one of them. Yeah, charms, I think you just needed to exceed. Potions, charms. charms, transfiguration. Yeah. And I'm assuming if I'm an Animagus that I'm pretty good in transfiguration. Yeah. Okay. Defense against the dark arts. I would. Mooney says potions, ADA, transfiguration, charms. I would assume we're all relatively good at charms. Right. I mean, we'd have to be to be auras. Right. I just think I just think that's funny because it sounds like you know you call nine one one and they send like four blind cops. But the, to your I, house. I think the idea is is that beyond our excellent spell work, that one we each have an area that we are especially good at. Okay. Right. So maybe yeah, like we come across a potion and I can pick it up and I can tell you what's in it and if you can drink it and if it's safe. So I can be proficient in shooting at things and I can be proficient at transfiguration, but my <laughs> comfort zone is like meetings, not shooting. So I might not. Or a residency as well, yes. If somebody has their wand aimed at me, I can do like the Sherlock Holmes thing and see like 50 different things to like throw a pencil over there and it shoots. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll slip on something when they shoot at you, and that'll save your life. <laughs> problem. That's the good thing. <laughs> Why were you not killed? I tripped. <laughs> yeah. One of, one of the ways, I'm still trying to figure out exactly how this is going to work, but um, at its very simplest, the way it works is I will be telling a story, and you guys will be responsible for your own personal characters in the story. Right. And so uh, basically you're kind of co-writing the story with me, mm-hmm. but you're telling me like specifically what your characters are doing. Right. And so um, what will happen is, is I'm not sure how we're going to do the rolling aspect of it, but the dice is ultimate. I like, if you say 
I want to cat you know I want to jinx him with a uh, a spell and then so it's like okay and then I'll roll a die and then based off of a couple of preset numbers will tell me whether you had hit the person with the spell or not um, or even other things like for example like the reason I'm asking you specifically like what were your best subjects like what are your specialties in um, just as Daniel mentioned earlier uh, like with the potion like. Well, you like you, if you, you individually will check them, like let's say Sue checks it, okay? And on the D20, she has to, because she's not really proficient in it, she has to get a, uh, a higher number than, say, Danielle would because she has that, you know, that she's trained in what to look for in a potion. Mm-hmm. So basically, all these little descriptions that you're telling me, and I'll probably have to work with you guys and get a couple more on certain yeah. things. Just basically tell me what numbers I need to be setting for how you roll. Okay. Gotcha. Or, or I'll right. roll for you. So one of the two. My Muggle Studies degree is like useless. Your I what? Need to go my well, I don't think your Muggle Studies your muggle degree is useless because you no. might be working out with the Muggles. So, mm-hmm. I mean, to DADA. Screw that, you, guys. <laughs> that actually may be to your benefit, uh, I'll be honest with you, having yeah, somebody who's proficient in knowing what dark magic looks like since you're going up against dark wizards. Right. Um, but no, having a solid understanding of how muggles work yeah. will help you as well because based off of the adventures you potentially will be having, you will be running into a fair bit of muggles. Let me add on to mine. Mm-hmm. When her mom kicked her out because she found out that she was magical at the age of 11, she slummed with the Death Eaters for a couple of years <laughs> and learned dark magic. And then <laughs> Dumbledore found Do you her. have a dark mark tattoo? <laughs> well, Jane's trying to expand her character. Oh, heavens. Did I mention my character is double jointed, Bob? Double-jointed? <laughs> Wait, sorry. do you have an 11-year-old with sleeping? Yeah, right. no, yeah, she was sleeping on the streets until she was 16, and that's when they got her. That's there will, in Europe. My character's a celiac, Bob. Like diplomacy I, I'm and, feeling a little lioness coming on here. I just don't know. <laughs> Everybody hold your spleens in. Yeah. There was this one die theater in, in leather. It couldn't be that's done. A, that's a, Rachel brings up a good point for you, Jen. Uh, you forgot about Hogwarts. Well, yeah, she's okay. wanted a can, can we oh, like, can we clarify? Because Jen is disturbing the cla- the the the, um, the <laughs> chat room here. I believe what mm-hmm. she said was she she cohabitated with the Death Eaters and got brought up on the wrong side of the track, so to speak. She she was right. not she was not sleeping with the Death Eaters at age eleven. She was sleeping, <laughs> comma, with the Death Eaters at age eleven. If you catch my drift. <laughs> I think she said slumming. 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 Yeah. slumming. You sick people. Slumming. She's slumming. 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 <laughs> we apologize yeah. for the confusion this may have caused. Yeah. Nice. So she's yes. got some edges. Gotcha. Yes, she's very edgy. But she's a do-gooder. <laughs> mine's a, mine's she's a, an edgy do-gooder. Mine's a double-jointed celiac. I just want to make that very clear. <laughs> oh, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> if the Death Eaters throw weed at me, Bob, I'd crumble. <laughs> I can see it now. Oh, my God, is that whole wee pasta I get down? And Ryan's not going to be able to do it because it's going to have flour in it. Oh. <laughs> That's what's Don't give me any ideas. Do you have a vegetarian option? Danielle is going to make a potion. Ryan's going to get sick. <laughs> We're going to rush him to the hospital. Sue's going to not make it because she can't live that far. 
<laughs> I want you guys to know that ever since I came up with this, I've been having ankle problems. <laughs> I've been hobbling all over the place. My knees are working fine, but my ankles are screwed up. Oh my god. It's very sad. <laughs> is it that when we're asked to create a character none of us think superhero <laughs> we think oh I've got celiac in bed <laughs> I know Bob put body type on here I said round <laughs> we didn't tell her about ankle skinning oh we're the worst <laughs> part of me wishes we had a fifth slot to fill with someone who's a little bit more uh, well I mean we could all round out our characters a little bit more yeah. I think we should do it this way and see how long like, it takes to die we should probably have like a ranking of subjects like here's my best here's my second best yeah that's right you know what I mean Just so that, that, like, the ranks of the Aurors were decimated during the war with Voldemort they'll take anyone who applies no experience necessary <laughs> it's kind of like it's the police academy you know they've opened it up to everybody it's like those jobs where you like look at the minimum entrance requirements and it's like middle school diploma. <laughs> you don't even need that much. You just need to have gone to like sixth grade jobs. You're fine. <laughs> We're like the orc group of misfits. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that we're the we're the go-to team. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because I know the story, what's coming, and it makes me really question Harry Potter's judgment in... Uh, and choosing people. No, no, what happened? Aww. Harry and Ron are on vacation this week and we're filling in in case the phone rings. <laughs> they said, oh, what could possibly happen? We've possibly. rounded everything up. There's no worries. You can put them in. The, the story I always say, this is a paraphrasing, but when, um, mm-hmm. when Teddy Roosevelt, he used to be the assistant secretary of the Navy, and the secretary mm-hmm. of the Navy... He's like, I'm going to the men's room. I'll be back in 20 minutes. And the way Teddy Roosevelt read his job description, I am now the acting secretary of the Navy. So, of course, he starts the Spanish-American War. That's kind of like Harry. I'll be right back. I'm running down the street. Don't do anything. Till I get back. Don't do anything. I'm now the acting head of the It's kind of like when, you know, Ryan left Jen in charge of Fufla. Fix it! <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like her cancer's back. Oh, it's horrifying. Oh my. Oh my um, god. So, um, Sue, did you? I forget. Did you go or Sue went first? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Okay. I went first. Okay, I lost track after a while. I mean, apologies. like if I have my stuff typed up, so I can just add more to it and send it. Me too. You know what I mean? Amazing. That way, you'll have it all. That'd be great. I just want. Um, yeah, I have notes. Oh, and can I just stop for a minute because I forgot to mention it earlier and just thank Sue. So Sue, of course, bad ankles, breathing into a brown paper bag, wearing pants. <laughs> and Sue managed to edit every back episode of POV Weekly because Danielle Yay! and I have been distracted by countertops this mm-hmm. past week. So Sue has edited everything, like everything. So nice. it's all ready to wow, go. Sue. Knowing Sue, it's probably out by now. But like all of our back episodes are done and ready to go. So I just wanted to thank Sue. You're so awesome. Uh, I thought about releasing uh, one last night, but I'm not sure if they need to be truncated or not. Oh, yeah. I'll take them. I'll do them tonight. That's not a problem. Truncate them, and then I can. And the show notes are in the the thread. So there's actually show notes for them and everything. Why don't I do that tomorrow? Because tonight I'm I'm feeling a little (laughs) low-gee. So. Oh, yeah. Well, it's 10 here, so. Well, it's true, too. Yeah. 
I, I have to get to go to the yeah, pharmacy get and get my meds and actually have dinner. I had, would you like to know what I had for dinner? I would love tonight? to know what you had for dinner tonight, too. A baby Ruth. A what? A uh, babe Ruth bar. Or baby Ruth. Uh huh. And, and a. And a banana. I thought she Aww. said. I thought she said wow. a bag of Ruth. Yeah. Baby Ruth. Like in the Goonies. <laughs> Baby Ruth. I got very confused. Well, why don't we let? I won't tell you what happened to my dinner last night. You don't want to know. Well, now I do, but I don't think you okay. want to tell me. <laughs> but I'm thinking we should end the podcast it's here because we need Sue to go get her medicine. This yes, is true. I've got to get the kids to bed. I'm late. So yeah. we're actually on time. Bob, get us out of here. All right, guys, thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Point of View Weekly. We'll be back next week. I think we're back next week. Uh, next week with another great and wonderful episode. So until then, I'm Bob. I'm Ryan. I'm Jin. I'm Sue. I'm Danielle. Oh, my God, we did that right. And we'll catch you all next week. Bye. Catch you all later. Bye. 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 We'll be Bye. Back. back. See you, chat. See ya. Bye.